With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Bobby Ricky Show podcast with a unique take on pop culture from two San Francisco Bay Area radio personalities, Bob St. Laurent and Big Rick Stewart. Reach out to the show by email at bobbyrickyshow at gmail.com. Now, here's the latest from the Bobby Ricky Show. Wow, this me- meeting is being recorded. Is this a meeting? I thought we just can hang out and do a podcast. I guess it's a meeting. I know, it sounds kind of serious. I know. Uh, we're on Zoom, and we, you know, I get we could have a live podcast with people and guests and stuff like that. But um, I don't know. We'll get to that one day. Uh, welcome to I the would love to do that. I know. Welcome to the Bobby Ricky Show podcast. Another episode uh, as we are catching up on things. As uh, well, it's oh, it's like middle of uh, middle of August now, so summer's kind of in full effect, and things are kind of happening. Bob, do you like my hat? I don't know. If, can you see my hat? Can you see what it's I can't like? quite read it? It's a fine looking hat. It's uh, it's gotta work hard, be nice. Yes, you like that? I, I, I can back that hat 100%. Work hard, <laughs> be nice. The secret to life. <laughs> My hat today from uh, Rivendell from uh, Good Earth Tea because I really, man, Bob, I love Good Earth Tea. It's so good. I know you do. And I don't know who this person is, but it's Sue Potts. Sue Potts. You can look her up. Sue Potts, B O T T S. Check it out, Bob. Here we go. The sweetest savorings of life are often found in the small sips. Oh, wow. How about that? Mm-hmm. Huh? Well, let's see if I try my iced tea, see if that comes true. Mm-hmm. All right. Give it a shot. All right. Now be truthful. That's a small sip. Oh my God, that is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Big Rick Stewart. You can find him online. <laughs> uh, oh man. Um, so welcome to the podcast. It was a goofy way to start things. This is my buddy Bob St. Laurent of the Deadlies and of uh, the Vine Radio in Napa, California. And um, the Deadlies are doing live shows again, and uh, Bob's back on the radio, and we're going to kind of check in on those things. And I'm Big Rick Stewart. You might have heard me on a couple of radio stations yeah. over the years. I don't know. Maybe you haven't. Just kind of you live in the Bay Area. You know Rick. Yeah. Anyway, we, uh, we've known each other for a while, co-workers for a while at the Vine, until Bob was given my show uh, on middays, and then they gave me... <laughs> I don't want to get into it too much. They they offered me a they offered me a at at the place where I I was. Bob was. They offered me a version of employment that was kind of weird, and I don't do weird things like that. No, you don't. You know, it's better if you guys just cut fresh and start anew. Start start with a new thing. What the thing I was going to do? You just start with a whole new thing. And just, I'm just going to kind of fade away. So um, anyway, that's kind of, that's the deal. You're but still, it's, fine. Um, it's fine with me. Yeah. Well, you're still Big Rick Stewart 10 at 10. Oh yeah. You're still 10 at 10. You guys, you, are still, you guys are still doing 10 at 10 on the Vine. Don't, can, why, why would you say such a lot? You guys, <laughs> you guys, like I have anything to do with it. Well, <laughs> you know, you're, you know, you are. Uh, I do a show. I go in for four hours. I do the Big Rick Stewart thing. I go in for four hours. I yep. do my job to the best yep. of my ability. I get yep. the hell out. That's, that's my job. Do. That's what you're supposed to that's do. That's what you do. They don't. You're, they don't right? want you. Yeah. No. Totally. Do your radio, homework. Radio is just like any other job. You show up. You do your job. You get the hell out of there. They don't want you hanging around talking to this and that. And I think we should do this. I think blah blah blah. They don't get. You know, honestly, right? they would say, "This is the thing, Bob." That's it. Do your yeah. homework too. Yeah. And do then, your homework. And then, Walk right, in prepared. 
Exactly. Oh, man. That's the whole key. I you learned know? a lot of that from my friend Rick. Walk in prepared. Oh, my God. And, and then oh, it's an easy show. And you got to. Yeah, it's an easy show. You got to over prepare. You got to prepare like, you, you know, you got to prepare. Uh, if you have like a four hour show, you got to pretend you have like an eight hour show. And then you pick the best elements, the best things to talk about. And then you also monitor during your show so that so that you say, so if I'm a listener, I go, look, I better listen to Bob because Bob has Bob has spent hours uh, surveying the cultural world that we live in. And he's going to tell me some of the highlights and some of the late breaking things in our cultural world that I may not know about. So I'm going to listen to Bob's show today and find out about pets to adopt. And, um, you know, I, you know, Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus, Britney Spears. And I don't know. What Did else. you say Miley Cyrus at the same time as me? You know me. <laughs> I've been working on Miley. I'm trying to explain to people these days, Rick, Miley Cyrus is bad to the bone. You need to unplug her and listen to that girl go. She and is. Today, I did. I played her live copy of uh, her doing the uh, zombies from the Whiskey A Go-Go during COVID for the SOS gig. Wow. Right? She's talented. And and her band is phenomenal. Yeah. And she's, she's doing the Cranberries version of Zombie. That is so cool. It's just bad to the bone. I'm like, see, this is what I want to see this year at Ball Rock. I'm going yeah, to see Miley. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> You know, a lot of um, a lot of these uh, for for la and I hate this phrase, but a lot of these kind of pop tart uh, artists who are managed and stuff, and and then they you know wear this, do this goofy video, and then I even do think sometimes dance. exactly, and I think that Bob Bob probably because Bob's from the entertainment world and stuff like that, and a lot of times when they act crazy, I mean, a lot of people listen. A lot of times this is all part of the overall act. It's like, hey, Miley. Go out here and act really crazy because we got to get you on the top of the headlines. We got to get you on TMZ and we got to get you in all the stuff like do something crazy, right. say something crazy, send out a crazy tweet or something like that. Now, I'm not saying she's not a little bit wild and crazy. She is. But a lot of this, uh, a lot of everything is, man, it's a plan and it's part of uh, the managerial people like that. So what happens is. People say, oh, Miley Cyrus is just she's just like crazy and doesn't wear any clothes and jumps around. And she, I don't know. She rides like a, a hot dog at one of the concerts. Remember that? She sticks like her tongue out ago? all the time. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. But there. But it's like, um, excuse me. She's really talented. She's really she's good. Really good. At, she's a really good singer. She's really good at it. And uh, that the crazy the public image of of this crazy girl uh, gets her notoriety um but it also maybe hides the fact that she's actually really talented and so the person behind all this is you know is it's got some skills it's not just fabricated manufactured stuff um right right not in her case yeah, and and britney no, spears no. britney spears is the same way how about britney hey spears? and today's a big day yeah how about that her dad stepped aside from uh saying, I want to run your life. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, they were the free Britney got him, man. He knew what was coming. It was like, let go, dude. You're going to lose it anyway, so let go. Yeah, I mean, but now it's going to be an interesting thing. Like, like, okay, now what? Right? I mean, so... Well, let's hope like, Brits had a, a long enough time going, can I get my control back, please? That she yeah, just put some people yeah. in charge and go, listen, you take care of the money, you take care of the bookies, yeah, yeah, you take yeah. care of this, yeah. right? And just yeah. help me out. But just yeah. be sane and sober and handle your business. You know, I, yeah. And, and there's a there's an official thing. This conservatorship that she was under was like an official thing. But I mean, all these people, all these people. Can you imagine how many millions of dollars that Britney she's made already and her estate is worth and all that? So you have you should the right thing to do would be to put someone in charge of all your stuff right it's like right someone yeah, you trust like britney spears, really good britney spears isn't going to be running you know bank statements and checking on everything like that it's like no you put someone in charge of that but the thing was maybe she doesn't need someone in charge of every part of her life going forward and then britney said she wasn't going to do any shows or ever perform live again if her dad received any compensation for it, which was part of how that whole thing worked. The walk-off, yeah. yeah. So so maybe now Brittany does shows and maybe Brittany um, gets some people that she picks in charge of some of the important parts of her life. 
And uh, whether there are some personal issues, I don't know that there are, but whether there are some personal issues she needs to deal with, maybe now she can deal with them um, and uh, not have this dad thing going on. And yeah, I don't know. You know, we've, we've talked about this before and the, the documentary about Britney Spears was really fascinating. And uh, I don't know enough. I don't know anything about the legal part of all this to know. And not all of it's made public. And there might be some reason why a California judge would, you know, decide to continue this person having her their life controlled that isn't public and maybe shouldn't be made public. I mean, I, I, I don't know, but anyway, at least he's out of the picture. So now it's like, okay, like next, like what's the next thing? Like, you know, and I, right. I, I certainly want her to be happy it, and successful. I think she should just put together a tight team and then go to Hawaii because her dad wouldn't let her go to Hawaii. He wouldn't let her <laughs> vacation. Know. He wouldn't let I her know. have a phone. I mean, it was like, like what? No, you're Britney Spears. Now get your plane mm. and get, go have some fun. Just watch out for the party and, you know, stay, stay cool and, and don't go to, you know, the clubs where the, where the paparazzi are and they're they just be careful. And just remember the, the crazy Brit with the umbrella in the head. Yeah. That was a decade ago. Let it go, man. People go yeah. through stages in their lives. So yeah, that person I would think doesn't exist anymore. She's already gone on to her next version. Yeah, and right. that person in that, like I just like we were just saying, that person's kind of fabricated by managers. And it was pumped up, they got just the right shot and they popped it into yeah, yeah, no, totally. I think we're gonna we're gonna talk about some really cool things. Bob, I think, is gonna I think because we didn't even talk about this. Bob's gonna talk about the guitars have arrived. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, Rick. That's so cool. You know, <laughs> so we're gonna do that. Um okay. But I wanted to go over because Coachella is coming up. We're recording this. Um, you guys are probably going to get this on Friday the 13th. How about that for a podcast? Yes. Yeah, Love Friday it. the 13th. Um, how come How come Thursday the 12th is never as frightening as Friday? Because there, there wasn't a movie. How about if someone comes out? Exactly. With a, someone like Weird Al should come out with a movie Thursday the 12th and be, <laughs> you know, one of oh, his parodies. you already movies. said wouldn't it. Now be, it's going to happen. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, be so cool. that would be a good spoof. Sure. So you guys are hearing this in uh, August and uh, Coachella and Stagecoach and Bottle Rock are all just right around the corner. So if you guys are going to go to Bottle Rock, they have some COVID safety rules and the show is sold out. It's Friday, Saturday and Sunday, September 3rd, 4th and 5th, Labor Day weekend in Napa. Bob, are you broadcasting from there? Do you know yet? Yeah, I, I'm going to be down doing some interviews. And for those who actually want to go, Go to light.com, L-Y-T-E. That's Bottle Rock's official ticket flipper. Yeah. Because there was a lot of people that uh, were not happy with the Stevie Nicks thing. And I tried to explain, right. have you ever heard Chris Stapleton? But the point being, they, they want to roll their tickets. So you do have an opportunity yeah. if you go to light. And that, and you know, that might, and, and that, that those people that do that, it's a really good system. It's easy to use. It's fair. Uh, it, the ticket prices are based on demand and things like that. And so, and I know somebody who really wants to go to Bottle Rock to see Guns N' Roses um, and didn't get a ticket. And I told her, you know, buy one only from these, from Bottle Rock secondary ticket sellers. And, yes. and I told her, because I've done this before myself, even when I was, quote, a famous radio DJ, uh, if I didn't have a ticket to something, I would go to the venue and, um, I would wait almost until the band headliner started and the people on the street with tickets left would just almost give them away. They're just like, right. I just want to go home. So, Good move. So <laughs> the demand, the de if you go to Bottle Rock um, and you hang out long enough, the day of Guns N' Roses, I, this is what I told her. I said, just hang out in front. And the day of the Bottle Rock tickets in the morning, the, the tickets are going to be really expensive. And as the afternoon goes, the demand will be less. People will be like, well, you know, I don't know. And then at four or five o'clock, you're probably going to get a pretty good price, if not face value on your ticket. But then I said, don't hold me to that. because. <laughs> and but remember, be careful because you don't know if you don't know where you're getting the ticket. Yeah. There is that possibility. Yeah. So the one that the, the secondary ticket sellers, meaning if you have an extra ticket and you can sell it through these Bottle Rock official people. It's really good for the sellers and the buyers, and you you won't have like a fake ticket when you go in. But here's the deal: um, 
The COVID entry requirements for Bottle Rock are that guests must show proof they're fully vaccinated or proof of negative COVID-19 results. Upon entry to Bottle Rock, all guests, now this is what it says, it says including children of all ages, it's kind of like, hmm, must show proof they are fully vaccinated against COVID or proof of a negative COVID-19 test. And the test must have been taken within 72 hours of each day a guest is attending. So if you take a test on, I mean, I don't know, Tuesday or something, and you're going to try to go on late in the weekend, that you know that might not might not pass. Documentation Crazy. is going to be checked daily upon entry. A photo of a guest vaccination card or negative test results saved to your phone is sufficient. As far as face masks, they are saying face masks are required for all indoor festival spaces and recommended for outdoor, but not required per state guidelines. That could change, but probably not. They're going to have a touchless wristband. So these are the things you just kind of go up and you go tap. You blip, and yeah. And then it kind of lets you in. Uh, they're also going to have no cash transactions inside. So all the cash transactions will be credit card or phone payment and or whatever else like that. Um, if you Bottle Rock is saying if you have any symptoms of anything or if you've traveled anywhere where there was some excessive exposure and you don't have a negative test, please don't attend. Um, and more information on the COVID restrictions and more are at bottlerocknapavalley.com. And there's a there's a little bit of a legalese here because we gotta get lawyers involved, right, Bob? Um, right. An inherent risk of exposure to COVID nineteen exists in any public space where people are present. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like the grocery uh, store. Yeah. Guests of Bottle Rock Napa Valley attend at their own risk, agree to comply with guidelines and waive all claims and potential claims against the event organizers and affiliated companies relating to such risks. So anyway. Yeah, don't want if you get COVID. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I, I mean, unfortunately, I just heard about it today from a, a, a family, a friend, uh, a co-worker's friend, um, vaccinated, the whole thing, got COVID. It's kind of like, wow. So but, if you don't, but did he go to the hospital? Uh, That's the rule. Did he I go think, to the hospital? I think they did. I think somebody did. It wasn't did just like, it wasn't like, I don't feel I have an upset tummy. It was kind of, yeah, it was kind of a thing. So mm. whatever. I don't, you know, I, I, are you feeling okay about going out and doing shows and gigs and nightclubs and people singing and spitting and all that? Uh, I just, I have my own boundaries. I have them anyway. So it's like, it doesn't, I just yeah. go about my business and whatever the rule is, I follow the rule. And, you know, I, as uh, as an employee of Bill Graham and another planet and AG and all the, all the companies that I've worked for, I'm still in their system. So, so yeah. I actually did my due diligence and got my clear pass. So I mm. can actually, have you seen this clear pass, Rick? What's that? It's a blue laminate for us to go backstage. For those of us who need to go backstage, oh. you got to jump a bunch of hoops. And then you get a full on, you, uh, I can't even show it to you. It's, no. a, it's a passport. Okay. So it's registered passport with a, with a hot thing. You go blip wherever okay. you go. Blip. Cool. I'm covered. Nice. nice. But, but that's probably not that. I don't go backstage. I don't go backstage anymore. I'm, those days are over for me. <laughs> but I, not, I have to go I'm do in the, interviews. I wasn't I going to party. No, right. I, and I don't go backstage <laughs> and I don't do interviews anymore. Those days are those are gone. I'm the, I'm all like, right, well, a, I'm at the back of the crowd with all the goofballs and the guy with the long sleeve t-shirt tied around his waist and a tank top poorly singing along to whatever the band's <laughs> hit song is. <laughs> and I'm looking at a video screen going, where did I park my car? Maybe I, if I leave now. Oh, come on, man, Come days. on. <laughs> That's me. You're so That's funny. Totally. That's me. Now, now, seriously, like you said, literally, honestly, the reason that I got my little uh, VIP is I have to, you know, Billy Adel's coming in a couple weeks. What? You just broke the, up. Uh, Oxbow. What? What'd you say? Oxbow something? River Stage. We got Billy Idol's coming. Oh, yeah, I know. Billy, Billy Idol? You know, you know Billy Idol? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've got to, I got to go down and do the interview, and he's not going to want to come out for it. So I'm like, well, then obviously I'm going to have to go in the back. So that's how it all came about. I went, hey, yeah. apparently I'm going to need a thing to do this thing. And my yeah. whole thing is, let me know what I need to do and I'll get her done. Yeah. We'll see at Bottle Rock how many people knew to do this, you know, before and how many interviews I pick up off of that. Because I'm thinking a lot of artists aren't going to want to come to, you know, the media room in the tent there. They're probably not going to want to come in there. So no. that means you have to go back there. <laughs> I Well, first of all, our, first of all, generally, I don't know, Bob, put a percentage on this. 
I don't know what percent, but it's a big percent of artists hate doing all interviews. Right. Am, no, you're am right. I right? And they don't want to come to the tent anyway. Ever. <laughs> you're like, right. Yeah. Artists never, right. ever want to come and do interviews at music. Unless festivals. you're coming up. You're just coming up. And then you want to go to the tent. So you go, what's up? It's our yeah, first yeah, tour. Yeah. Right. The, We're going to be right. huge. Woo. Right. The young artists, the first tour ever, they, they don't mind. And they've got, you know, they've got whatever free beer backstage and stuff like that. But Tom Petty, Stevie Nicks, He's not Chris, yeah, Chris not Stapleton. Yeah. Not coming to the tent. Yeah, Hey, the, the local radio guy wants to talk to you. I don't care if it's Howard Stern. I'm backstage. I'm relaxing. I've got, you know, whatever, right? I'm, I'm, whatever I'm doing backstage, which is nobody's business. I'm not walking down. better. I'm not walking down the ramp to the tent to see the radio guy. Right? Yeah, you're right. You're and absolutely I, And right. unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, Bob and I are not. Believe me, we're not. We're we're pretty respectful, but that uh that radio DJ guy that the Simpsons always make fun of, you know, hey everybody, welcome to the radio. That kind of goofy goofy right. guy who knows nothing about the artist and isn't even doesn't even care. He just he's actually really just into himself and he just wants to talk all the time. Even though Bob and I, okay, we're guilty of that, but they don't care about the music. That so when a, when a, I've always thought this when a, when you're backstage like when I did live on 05 and BFD we would have these artists come by and I think part of the deal was, I was never involved in it but part of the agreement was well you got to do a radio interview if you're going to do BFD and you would have the 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 exactly right the younger the artist and the newer the artist the more the better the interview was it was great because they would just go bah, 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 and just talk about all the stuff and everything. They've They're done, all excited. All their musical yeah. influences. And this is so cool. And this is the biggest show we've ever played and blah, 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 like that. And then anyone, I mean, I, you know, anyone big, and I'm not going to, I'm not dissing them just because of whatever, but like say Echo and the Bunnymen or somebody like that, who'd been around a long time. They don't need to interview with you to sell records or to say who they are or nothing like that. You would probably never, they would never show up at the interview anyway. But if they did, God, they hated doing the interview. And you would try so hard. And so when when these older established artists would come and sit down, you realize like right away that you being the DJ who's about to do the interview are now the victim of all these horrible radio DJs around the world who have interviewed musicians and gone, hey, it's one of the guys from Echo the Funny Man who's here. What's going on, buddy? How you doing today? You know, and you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> and so even though like I could tell you every album by Echo and the Bunny Man, who produced it, when it was written, what year it was released, like I could tell you so much about it. I'm such a fan or whatever, whoever the artist might be. I'm the guy sits down and I'm just another one of these ding dong radio guys. And he would much rather be on the tour bus or backstage or what, yeah. anywhere, yeah. but sitting in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Although, you know, Rick <laughs> although, let me tell you this. I think, but I think Billy Idol is going to be a great interview. He'll be great. Especially you and Billy Idol. Oh my God. You guys, you guys should do a podcast. He's so well, fun. He's so funny. No, he is fun. And I've, and I've actually worked with him at bridge school. And so yeah, there's a little bit of, of past there, but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't do, you know how I am. I, I like to have a conversation. I don't yeah. believe in the, the, that guy <laughs> because horrible. for 30 years, Jimmy and I were tortured with the interview. And the thing is us being us is, well, we're, you think I'm food down there? Do we yeah, get exactly. food? <laughs> right. So we're going to, okay. Do we get a treatment? Right. I remember going to Bottle Rock after the last one, you know, and it was, do we want to go to the tent? And I'm like, let's just go to the tent. It'll be funny. So we go to the tent, we sit in the chairs, and then here comes like, you know, interviews. They come up and they start asking you questions. But the thing they don't know about Jimmy and I, and I don't know if you've seen any of our recorded interviews after the show, it never goes the direction they think or want, or it's oh, I, it's I, like I'm shocked by that news. <laughs> yeah, right. So I mean it's like this, it's like this. Well, some days it's Bob Newhart where Jimmy will get a question and go, So how was the show? How was it? And Jimmy will go, It was hot. And then I'll go, No, it really was. It was very hot. As a matter of fact, I had to change my shirt twice because I was sweating and then it just goes, it just takes off on the, we're not going down that road. We're going to have fun picking different roads. So, so I feel bad for the people that do the interviews for the 
rockers. It, it, the young guys are having fun and the old guys are just having fun. <laughs> the, the, I mean, like I, the young guy, the young artists are awesome. Like we said, the young artists are awesome. They'll come right. on and you'll, they'll put up with your goofball radio Yahoo-ness forever because they've never, you know, it's just their big chance. The older artists either hate you and it's immediate right away. They hate you or they don't want to do the interview and they're kind of neutral to you personally. Mm-hmm. They either mm-hmm. hate, they hate all radio DJs, even though we play their songs just because they hate doing interviews. They might be neutral about you, but they just don't want to be there because they're tired. It's been a long tour. They just did sound check. God, the last thing I want to do is sit down and answer a bunch of ding dong questions. Or like you just said, they show up and they basically take over the interview. And uh, you know who's, and, and it's normally for the better. It's normally better than any. It's better to go down that road. It's entertaining. And you know, (laughs) you might agree with me on this one. You know, who's the best at taking over the interview and just doing whatever the hell they want. And all you can do is stand back and just, just go along for the ride. You're, you're like, you're like in the middle seat of the canoe. There's like somebody in the front and somebody in the back. You got, you got nothing. All you're going to do is just go down the rapids and see what happens. Chris Isaac is so good at taking over your world when he does an interview. It is so funny. Maybe it's a surfer thing. It could be a surfer (laughs) thing, a Bay Area thing. It's a surfer thing, Bay Area boy. And he just wants to have, he just wants to have fun with you as like his little toy for the interview. So when Chris, and a lot of time his his drummer, Kenny, uh, Dale Johnson, when they show up for interviews, it's, you can have all these questions prepared and, oh, so you've got a Christmas album out. Uh, You know, are there some great Christmas memories you have of something like that? Or, you know, Chris had... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Been in a movie or something. Like, hey, Chris, you were in this movie. And, uh, you know, blah, blah. Tell me about this thing. And he'll, he, you can ask any question you want to open the interview. And he'll go, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk about being in a movie. So here's the thing. And he'll just go off. And, you're like, <laughs> and he'll okay, go. Here we See, go. that's the trick. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> we're, on the, we're on the zip line, basically. And there's, there's nothing to do on the zip right, line. Hold on. Oh, Let's see where we're going. All you do is hold on until we get to the end and hope you don't fall off. I mean, you could you could turn your mic off and walk out of the room. And Chris and Kenny would just keep going. And it would be like, Wow, Rick, that was a great interview. Well, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it happened to me so many times. It was always so much fun. Um, so Billy Idol. So you're going to interview Billy Idol. Now, on, I love Billy Idol on Instagram. He's all over Instagram. And he's got this, uh, his granddaughter, I think, who's just like barely able to walk. And he plays with her and she's she's trying dances to with her dances yeah, with i've her seen the dancing and, videos yeah, yeah and she and he's trying to get her to sing you know songs and and he he is so into his granddaughter it is awesome to see and then and then he'll post a you know that's the famous snarling billy idol from back in the day and you're like wow this is the same guy he's that guy and he's that guy and he's you know he's awesome i really like billy idol and, and you know what's kind of cool about billy idol i think is that billy was uh Billy was really cool. I mean, he was he's pretty awesome back in the day, right? And then right. I think Billy, he kind of fell out of favor with all the hip new waiver punk rockers. He's like, oh, Billy Idol, man. He's like, so whatever. But you know He what wasn't the, getting his punk street cred is what right, it was. Right. He, he got I mean, too mainstream. He, he, well, and he got older and everything like that. But you know what was always has always been cool about Billy Idol is he just owned it. He owned being Billy Idol. He's like, I don't care just whatever and now everything is i am billy Idol. no he was billy Idol. yeah exactly and now everything came back remember in the wedding singer he had that he was on the airplane in the wedding singer that was so cool with uh um, yeah, yeah it was great right doing the cameo and, yeah 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 he did the whole cameo thing and then he, since then he's just like dude i'm billy Idol. I'm, I'm not gonna reinvent myself i'm not gonna change anything i'm this is who i am i love it and you're on board or you're not on board i don't give a crap either way and because he just stayed true to who he is it was like that's awesome. I love it. He's Billy. He's real. Idol. Yeah, I love it. He's so cool. He's he's almost 
in his world, in, in a in a different Twilight Zone world, he's almost like the opposite of, like he's like the like the he's like the British twin opposite of David Lee Roth, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> okay, I see where you're see going. I can is? see you what you just, right. just laid down right there. Yes, right, I mean, somehow I'm going to twist that into a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> And then if it goes sideways, I'm going to go, listen, this is my buddy, Big Rick. He just yeah, he brought that up. No, I, I think don't do that. Don't, you brought don't, that say, up. don't say. Don't go no. there. No. Would you, you, ever, you if think you, you ever, take it as a compliment? No, 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 no. If you ever interview A lot of people Lee don't Rock, like Dave. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you right? ever interview Dave. I love Lee him. Rock, don't say. Don't you know, get me wrong. Like Billy Idol is like your opposite British twin Twilight Zone. Like. What are you talking kind of about? Thing. He'll, just, he'll just get up and leave. He'll just be yeah, you're the I knew I version of David I knew, Lee Roth. I know I should have done this interview. <laughs> Shit. I'm going yeah, back. I knew not to say that question. Somehow make a comparison. No, Listen, just keep it. Just keep it in your head. Just keep it in your head. Yeah, I'll keep it in my head. And by the way, Crazy from the Heat, one of my top 10 favorite rock books. Have you read Crazy from the Heat? No. David Lee Roth. Read it. It's a fantastic book. I'm looking forward to you hanging out with Billy Idol. So Tell me one more time about this pass you got. Can people just get these regular people? No, no. It's when you work for the raw rock and in rock and roll. Okay, there's an industry. So another planet, Live Nation, they'll have mm. employee type okay. Okay. passes that you just keep up to date. But it's like so many hoops, Rick. It's amazing. Okay. You have okay. to do face fingerprint okay. picture, face wow. fingerprint picture, and it makes wow. you check in and do that. So okay. it's you can't cheat, use okay. it or anything. That's the whole point. It's high security. Okay. So you guys go into these music festivals, uh, have fun, be safe, make sure you're tested uh, before the deadline. And if not, make sure you have a vaccination. And you know, the vaccinations, sometimes they make you wait a few weeks. And so I think if you get a vaccination now, uh, it's probably too yeah. late. You have to wait yeah. two weeks for it to count. So, um, so get yourself tested. And uh, I would, well, you know, whatever, wherever you live, um, it there'll be a you. way to get tested and you can get results back pretty quick. So um, enjoy the music, enjoy the festivals. And uh, I don't, I'm not going to go because I'm freaky about these. I'm still freaky about it. I still am. Well, you know how I am, Rick. I don't go in the pit I, anyway. No, I, no, you know, no. I always hide, you know, I'm not going to well, say. Well, like I said, I don't, I, I don't have the passes anymore to go backstage. Listen, I'm, I'm at the, I'm, I'm at the going. video screen with the guy with the tank top and the t-shirt tied around his waist going, Woo! poorly singing. And by the way, because you're you're backstage having the sandwiches and the and the and the mineral water, the guy the guy at the end of the giant crowd staring at the video screen with the shirt tied around his waist and the tank top and the red solo cup in one hand, singing yes. singing along to whatever the headliners is, is for some reason he's terrible. And the second thing is he's always much louder than the actual band is. It's like, oh my god, dude, come on, like what? Yeah, but he's in, man. Paid, he's in I the paid, pocket. I paid how much money to hear you sing louder than the headliner? <laughs> like, come on, you know, come on, man. Oh, like, come on. We seen one oh seven. I don't dig it out there. You're killing me here, dude. I'd like to take one lap in the day. It would be take a lap through the people because I want to see the people. Plus, I like, for instance, would Billy Idol play Bottle Rock? Are you kidding? I went from stage right, dropped down around the ramp, came out to the people, and it got in the middle, and then here it comes. It's White Wedding. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I want to be in the pit for White Wedding. Yeah, one yeah, song. Yeah. yeah. And we're all singing together, yeah. you know, a bunch of dorks out there out of key, whatever. It. But it's a big it. family of, ooh. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I run away and go wash my hands. And <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. I enjoy that. I love people. Yay. Now I'm going to go have my mineral water in my sando, as Rick says. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. And then all of a sudden, five minutes later, I got a pass. Let me in. Let me backstage. I got a pass. I got a pass. I got the thing. I got the super pass. I, I got, got the, the green, thing. blue, yellow, red. I got all the pass. I got stickers. I got stamps. I got all the passes. I got to let me out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. So, so everybody, everybody be safe. Or if you're going this summer for the rest of a few weeks, it got so weird. It was so cool to just walk around and just be like, yeah, we're free. Well, that's nice. And now that it got, nice. and now it got, it's getting weird again and kind of weird you know, again, but I'm, and, I'm trying to do my best to just move along and, and not yeah. let it affect me like it did before. You no, know? that's, that's the moment. The other, the other half of at least half of this is all the mental health of everybody. And I mean, 
People are getting snippy and short fused. The road, the road thing is nuts. You should do this. You gotta do that. Oh man, just people like in stores, and you read all this stuff. It's like, man, just I know a lot of people getting duct taped on airplanes right now. Uh, Yeah, settle down on the plane, would you please? I need to get places, and I don't want to have to wrestle with you because I know Uh, you're in a bad mood, and for some reason you've snapped. But now you're getting the duct tape award. So that's the new thing on what you do to people on a plane. Duct tape them. I know crazy it's like i'm gonna be a hermit again and just like uh enough around but um i think i am still an optimistic guy because i always am and i think that you know this this little wave of things i don't think it's as bad as the people who say it's the worst it is people who say it's really really bad i don't think it's quite that bad it's also not just the flu people sometimes still are saying that so i think we just get through it Everybody try to be safe and be healthy and look out for each other. And, you know, maybe going forward, maybe going forward, the thing on this is to be healthy. And, you know, it's the, the, the healthier that you are against all these things, um, you know, the better you can fight some of these things off. And, uh, right. And, and remember at this point, Rick, the number one thing is in the beginning when it was really bad, we had we didn't have any tools that's yeah. why i'm not going to freak on it now now we have tools yeah. there's at least you know there's more than you know half three quarters of us now you know decided okay i'm going to get the little barrier shield okay yeah. we're way better off because now yeah. at least some of us are trying yeah or most yeah. of us are trying <laughs> don't be mad about it because it's your choice right you chose to not get the thing and then there's repercussions to all our moves just like i chose to get this pass and I guess somebody would think that I'm somehow being tracked or something, but I already figure I have a chip in my phone. And if you want to follow me, <laughs> I'm not really that important. And I'm just going to Pete's. So if you want me to tell you where I'm going, I'll be at the station. I'll be at Pete's coffee. You're, you want to know everything about my life? Uh, you know, go ahead waste your time. But uh, yeah, well, I'm not that interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think also, can I just mention while we're, while we're kind of on the thing, um, Man, we guys gotta everybody give each other a little a little bit of slack, you know. Um as we should every day. Because we are exactly as we should every day, and, and people are really wound up tight about some of these things, and some people wound up tighter than others. Give them some space and room. And if they feel like you know, wear snappy a mask, snap, wear a mask. Yeah. yeah, I mean, let them do that. And if and if you get if you feel like you get wound up about going to places and stuff, well, have your groceries delivered and have some things like that. Don't drive yourself extra crazy um because it makes you weirded out to go to a grocery store and not every single person's wearing a mask or the people that work there or that you don't you feel like you know you don't want to touch dollar bills or something like well then just take care of yourself take care of yourself mentally and and your headspace as well and all that stuff all right speaking of good news on bob's social media you guys have heard us talk about the golf tournament and his benefit and it was in yontville the veterans uh club golf course there and it was open to the public and it sold out and there was a party and some music and some food and an auction in downtown napa at feasted forward who just opened a brand new live music venue stage and everything and the photos just look amazing and the whole point of bob's golf tournament was the the end result was to eventually somehow some way through the magic of people being nice to each other which is a magical thing uh and i believe in magic um the goal was to get guitars into the hands of napa valley uh students in music classes because just like tuba players you know you don't buy a tuba and then have it hanging around the house but you kind of rent one or lease one or you get one when you sign up for a guitar class in uh, napa valley for the music classes like that and bob being in a band called the deadlies and being a guitar fan and a musician and all that put all this golf and guitar thing together and now after all of this we've talking about this for so many times uh recently bob i saw a bunch of uh, happy what appeared to be school teachers with look like hundreds of guitars behind them is this what i saw is this the photo it was it was it's just amazing rick but let me just first off say it takes a village and it took a whole village to pull this off so at the end of the day you know i i have to thank so many people for helping me pull this off you know, and especially, you know, Katie Schaefer, Katie Hamilton Schaefer and Feast It Forward and Gibson Gives and Adam Sims and Sims Price Sam, 
family motors and on and on. And I'm going to leave people out. So I shouldn't try and list the whole thing. But what I'm saying is <laughs> I didn't do it by myself, Rick. I couldn't do it by myself, period. But enough people came together, played golf and that helped. And then people, you know, chipped in after golf and, and then, uh, you know, relationships with everybody put together the, the Gibson, uh, brand new Gibson black lacquer, acoustic guitars and we ended up uh, having 31 of them and the school built two racks to put them in and it filled both racks and those you probably saw the picture of the racks of guitars it's like it's like the coolest guitar shop ever it looks so cool right and and here was the thing and it just this is what i see when i was as we're doing it i'm just thinking they don't have any guitars. I want to get some guitars. But then that day you saw those photos, they invited me down and I had no idea. What are we doing? We're, we're going to take some pictures or something. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, whatever. I just want to see the kids picking guitars. Literally, that's what I'm thinking, Rick. I just want yeah. to see kids sitting down picking guitars. Yeah. So I, I now this is a moment in time. Come around, I'm coming through the quad. It's about 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm heading into the quad and the whole marching band's out there. About 40, 50 kids, a lot of kids, right? With the tubas and the drums and the everything, right? Yeah, yeah. And then on the stage, there's more kids with brass and flutes and all this stuff. And then I see the teacher see me as I walk in. And he looks at them and he drops a beat and they go, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, wait a minute. And they start doing crazy train. Whoa. And I'm like, oh, come on. You guys are going to make me tear up before I ever get near a stage or a mic. You guys are killing me. So I walked through as they played some Ozzy Osbourne for me. Big band style, wow. marching band. I love that. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, it was amazing. So then, you know, I just met everybody from the school board and supervisors and, and Mayor Scott Sedgley wanted to be there and, and Liz Alessio and then Bernie Navarro showed up and he was there for the city council. I mean, it's just other, everybody from the principal, the vice principal, I can't remember everybody's name, so I'm not going to name any of you because right. then I'll leave you out. Yeah. But let's just say everybody was represented. And then what they began to tell me about what is going to transpire from these guitars Apparently, it helps them get to some money that wasn't that has been allocated, but they couldn't get to it. But now they have guitars. They need a guitar room for the guitars to live in so the kids can play guitar. So they're going to build a building out behind. Wow. They're going to build a building and the guitars will be able to live in there in their new racks. And I said, well, so what do we what do we want to do next? Well, we need to we're going to try and get a band room going. And I went, well, there you go. We'll see. There there goes next year's plan. Let's see what we can help you with now. So it just turned into it's turning into something. And I'm not sure what, but it's it's beautiful. And and it's it's organic at the beginning. It's just guitars for kids. Yeah. But then the people that are more motivated and smarter than I turn it into something else. And that's fine. That's fantastic. I'm glad I could do my little part at the beginning. But uh I've got a picture of the two teachers after they'd skinned all the guitars and they're texting me while they're skinning them. Oh, these things are beautiful. Oh, thanks. And I'm like, chill, man. It's everything fine, right? Just enjoy. And they get them racked. Then they're texting me. We got so much cardboard. There's so much cardboard boxes (laughs) and the things. And I'm going, oh God. And they're like, but we got to keep the boxes because the kids. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to see. I'll talk to Gator and see about getting you guys some gig bags because they saved every box. So wow, they're storing right. 31 boxes of cardboard, which right. if you think about it, it's hard to store these things. It's yeah, cool. There's not yeah. a lot of room. Yeah. So now I've already begun to try and figure out how to get them some gig bags. And then, you know, talk to Brian oh, Kehoe over at man. Dunlop about getting some strings and, you know, so we'll try and help the school thing. It gave me a, it's like a, it's, it's a hot, what they don't get is it's a hobby for me that makes me feel good. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not that big. Yeah. It's really actually just a personal Thanks for letting me do this, guys. And the way we do it is I get together with a bunch of my friends yeah. and we play golf. Like my friend, Big Rick Story. You know, uh, you uh, uh, you had an auction at, uh, I know at Feast of Four, you had an auction for things. And so that raised some money after the golf tournament to buy these guitars and things like that. And you're soon, you're going to interview Billy Idol and you have some of these guitars sitting around. I'm thinking, 
Billy Should I grab Idol. a run over school, grab a couple? Auto, autograph Billy Idol guitar at the next auction might go for a little bit of money. I don't know. Oh, see, look at you. This is how this is how my friend Rick works. I can get texted at whatever know. time of the night. Or you <laughs> know, go, or just here's a thought. <laughs> or just keep a guitar, or just keep a guitar with you until the next golf tournament. And then be like, everybody that I could get signed this guitar. And here's Billy Idol, and here's blah blah blah, and here's Hootie Doody, and here's Chris Isaac, and here's Yada Dotty. Right. No, I, I, don't I love know. that idea. I no, I see. I'm this just, is Rick. He just he doesn't force I'm anything. Thinking, I don't know. It's just a thought. I'm just thinking, thinking about ideas. I'm just sending stuff up the totem pole to see if anybody cares. That's what I've been doing my whole career in life. I just send stuff up the totem pole. Total. Yeah, I know. You just you're, give it away for free, but that's your trick. You're, see, you're, that's you're a few clicks above me, by the way. I just I know you know that, but I'm just saying. I'm just sending stuff. I don't. Up there I don't think so. Hey, Bob. Hardly. It's hardly here at the bottom of the totem pole. <laughs> that's, that's it, man. I'm dropping you a line. I'm gonna pull your butt up if you think you're on the bottom. Are you kidding me? We're rolling together. We all roll together. That's the trick. We're all the same people. What's it like people. up there, Bob? How, no. <laughs> how is it backstage, Bob? Tell me how. Quit it. I'll get you a pass if you want one. You can all come. I'd love to get everybody a pass. <laughs> I really would. <laughs> well, listen, I know I, I bailed on golf because it was all weird for me still. So next year, I know. Next year will not be weird. Which I understood I'm because gonna, we're know, friends and that's. No. That's what you do is you just back your friend's play. It doesn't matter. Just as long as they're comfortable, then so you're next cool. Year, next year we'll play golf and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to being part of all of it next year. That's yeah. Really next cool. year you're in the cart with me. Trust me, Rick, you didn't miss <laughs> you and I, you didn't need to roll with me this year, dude. I, yeah, no, I had no, a beautiful I assistant I to drive me and I was, uh, you know, I didn't it's, swing a club at all. It's so <laughs> I didn't even so swing. We, I mean, we didn't want to take the spots of uh, people who were paying customers. Let them in. Yeah, I know that. Um, and it was still a little creepy COVID out there for you. Yeah, but that's well, that's it. I mean, that's do what makes you feel comfortable. That's really awesome news. And uh, you guys can look up Bob St. Laurent on social media and find these photos. Dot com. They're so cool. And you got to send these to Guitar World or somebody. You got to brag on this a little bit and give them a little bit. See, of I have a hard time with that, but. No, That's, don't, I mean, but don't because everyone else. No, no, does. no. I know. Well, I've had some help from you and as well. Tom Fuller has done some great publicist stuff for me. He yeah. sent out a lot of things and, and now I've got the, the finished product here and there's a good chance you'll see something here coming up. Uh, you'll see it. And then, I'll, and then I'll grab that article. Bam magazine. Is they, they still around? No, they're not around here. <laughs> I wish they were Rick. I really do. <laughs> you, I would give you a Bammy for some, you know, uh, helping the world Bammy or something. If they were the Bammy, oh, stop. I would give one to you for this. Cause this is, <laughs> you and the whole, I'm happy with my Bohemian awards. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. Good. You get the you Bohemian North Bay Bohemian award. Yeah. you get My it. North Bay guy. <laughs> I'll take it all day. I love it, man. Well, I, I think there has to be like when the kids after like a, a semester or maybe, you know, before they graduate next year, there has to be like a Deadly's uh, acoustic guitar, Napa Valley Gibson jam session on some song or something. And just like 40 guitar players and the band and you guys all just funny. Like, you're doing that, Rick. I was already trying to work out the personal Jesus jam. So, ah, uh, and I've spoken. I've spoken with Rick Allen's best friend manager and he's into coming up and we'll put, we're going to, I'm going to surprise the kids one day. I'll bring some people up and That'd we'll have cool. a little jam and they won't That'd understand cool. right who's on. that guy. He's from a band called Def Leppard. You've never heard yeah. of. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be so cool, man. That'd be so cool. All right, Bob. Well, good. Um, so I'm healthy and happy and you're healthy and happy. You got some things going on. I've got uh, bike tours, man. I've had some really fun bike tours, some family reunions, I've had uh, people that um, have canceled two or three trips to Napa Valley and um, kind of not really saying it, but kind of implying like we're getting older and we didn't know how many more years we would have to get all the family together. And so nothing's going to stop us. We're going to have fun. And um, people are coming to Napa Valley. And when you, when you meet people visiting Napa Valley and we take them on these bicycle rides, and we go to some really cool, interesting places like Ghost Block, Saddleback, Laird, uh, Salinas, Matera, just all these really cool little wineries that people have never heard of. Um, and, and you hear from them and you see them and you hear from them and they're like, this is so beautiful. This is, this is like incredible. And they're not even talking about the wine yet. They, they're just talking about the environment, 
the, the, the actual physical beauty. And right now, as we're talking, uh, it's almost harvest for most of the Napa Valley. Harvest has started just a little bit. Um, but I mean, the, the vines are all purpley and green and the leaves yeah. are hanging out there and it is just, it's, it's just magical. It's really cool. And to have, to come off of a year of living like a hermit, like I did and not having these bicycle tours to now meeting people, you know, three or four times a week that are just having, seriously, they're just having the best time and they just love it. And they've been waiting to come here maybe for their whole life. Maybe they come here somewhat frequently it's an anniversary. It's um, it's a honeymoon. It's a retirement party. It's a family reunion. Whatever. It's just so cool to be reminded that that's a pretty nice place, and the people treat them very well when they come to visit. And uh, it's really cool. It's it's really nice to be here. And so uh, it's it's been fun the last the last few months of this summer, seeing it get kind of busy and hanging out and meeting all these people. It's been really cool. But I don't and think I'm, it, I'm not I'm not going to go to a 50,000 person music festival yet. I'm not there yet. And I understand that. And that's <laughs> fine. And believe me, I, I won't be out in the pit. I probably won't go. out. But I think people should if that's what they're looking forward to. Well, yeah. OK, wait, I take that back. Unless Miley does some Metallica or Cranberries <laughs> or something. And then I'm getting in the pit with Miley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If you interview Miley Cyrus, you got to video this because, you know, it's going to be like once in a lifetime it's gonna be crazy. yeah she'll jump my lap or something i guarantee no i'm believe me i didn't want to set that up. i'm working on some things rick i'll keep you posted as we go because i might be one of the only guys with a pass and then it'll be well <laughs> yeah yeah right i mean right. yeah yeah <laughs> so we'll see i'm working on it all right bob got the super pass so we're looking forward to it. so follow bob on social media uh if you want to look at if you hear my other podcast i do once a week it's called california stories you can find that wherever you find stuff uh, bobbyrickyshow.com is the website that's where you can find links to our personal pages and um, bob is uh, all over social oh you know what i i quit uh, i didn't quit well i did i quit uh, facebook? facebook yeah i noticed that wow i mean i kept my account a lot I of still, people have yeah. i still i have an account there and that's just in case i want to use it again or someone says you have to check this out or whatever but um i signed up at a place called me we m-e-w-e and uh, mm -hmm. you can look mm -hmm. them up if you feel like you want to do a new social thing. It's not nearly as full of people and you won't find all your friends there, but you might be the first person there. And then um, you can tell your friends. I've got a few friends there. And uh, I found I like, you. I like MeWe. MeWe's kind of cool. You found me. Did you find me? I, or did I, I find you? I don't know. Somehow. But Bob's there and I'm there. <laughs> so uh, what else do you need to know? But um, you can hang out with me. And MeWe is not anything goes crazy right wing or left wing or anything it's a little bit anything goes the thing is they don't the the big deal with me we is they don't track you and they don't use your your information and your personal life for advertising purposes and all all the icky things that facebook does me we says they don't do it so anyway so far there we are we're uh, we're both on me we and i used to <laughs> i'm starting to use it a fair amount it's kind of cool even though it's kind of weird to say so i'll try and stop by later and say hi that's the podcast for this time, I think, Bob. Thanks for uh, hanging out. And uh, man, such a great job on the guitars. I mean, totally awesome. Thank you, Rick. And everybody involved. And I know there was like, there was hundreds of people involved, photographers. Hundreds of people involved. It was my honor to just kind of be the conduit. Whatever. It was awesome. You know? It's a good one. Uh, so I'll work on my golf game and we'll be ready to tear it up next time. And it's all good. Yes. See you in right, the Bob. golf cart. We'll, uh, we'll sign off and we'll say bye-bye to everybody. Until next time for the Bobby Ricky Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Bobby Ricky Show podcast with Bob St. Laurent and Big Rick Stewart. Tell your friends and subscribe to not miss an episode. The next Bobby Ricky Show starts when you press play. Yeah.